0: Thanks for listening to the daily podcast of Holmberg's Morning Sickness. It's been brought to you in part by your Valley Chevy dealers. Drive away in a new Chevrolet today. Visit valleychevy.com for details.
1: You thought that was funny. Holmberg's morning Sickness. You were laughing like a hyena when he said it. 58. What the hell is wrong with you?
3: All right, there you go. Thank you very much, Weapon of Pride. It is uh, the half ass holiday workday as a pot. It's 4th of July. I'm getting texts from people, uh, namely one real estate person who happens to be uh, parading around this morning in the cool pines north of Payson. Don't get stuck in a chair. Now i got uh, two other people emailing me from their delightful lake locations. Don't even try to work today. When you go in, just—I mean—barely try, barely put in an effort. Show up.
1: Pulled a hammy. The fact you have
3: the fact you have shoes on—you don't need some garbage excuse on (laughs) why to leave. You put shoes on this morning. That was your job. You you had the decency to wear uh, to have footwear, and then you showed up. You look around every, and then you go home. So
0: it's gonna be Tommy Bahama and flip
3: flops downstairs all day long. At best, you'll get a Tommy Bahama shirt, t-shirts. It's going to be garbage down there, garbage, and everybody's going to be getting ready to go do their three-day weekend and make it a four-day weekend. They just have a pit stop along the way called "quote work." Everybody's a ski mask today, everybody. And uh, I go back. Uh, somebody said, "What do you do for your dogs for the Fourth of July?" This is a big, the big thing for me with veterans and dogs, as these local firework knobs that don't understand us. Guess it, "Our Great Dane." Doesn't seem to care about fireworks, but our Bull Terrier is a disaster, and it is. It's when your dog has the thing, it's horrifying to watch. They go like It's the number one day for dogs running away, uh, that and New Year's Eve. Number one day for dog heart attacks. Vets go through the roof trying to get people figured out. Uh, CBD pills help. You got those CBD things you can get. Those are different. Those Thunder Jackets are helpful, but if you don't have one by now, they kind of have to get used to those. takes a couple of wears for that to go, and some dogs you just have to stay with them the whole time. Uh, we have some
1: hunting big... training if you can afford it.
3: Right. If you can do that real quick before, late, but... before the weekend because tomorrow <laughs> right? is when the real hillbilly rubes start throwing bombs in the air. Take them on a quick, a quick bird hunt this and morning. And again, like what I've always said, and I don't understand why anybody doesn't listen, uh, how about instead of buying something that explodes in your backyard unannounced and unexpected, you, uh, you do something nice for a veterans group or a dog shelter? Because it's, it's, the veterans, if you, if you don't like animals... All right, fine. What about veterans? What about the people that made it so we... No, I'm going to blow stuff up in, uh, on the 3rd and 2nd. And If you're going to do it, go way far away from where people are. We've got two old men in our neighborhood that are veterans.
1: This isn't a good state to do it. If we could just go lighter on this time, the 4th of July. Well, it's, just so
3: dry, it's a bad hot. idea to have explosives in this city. And yeah. I mean, we can't even throw a cigarette butt down and the whole northern state explodes in fire. So I just don't understand the mentality of people who are just so that into really, frankly, awful and cruddy homemade local fireworks. I don't get it. They don't look good. They don't sound right. And it's just, it's just a, it's a dumb. So if you've got a dog and you need that, the CBD stuff helps. This guy said our vet prescribed us some stuff. Uh, they give him a hangover, though. You can tell. And it, I don't like the way it makes him feel it. It's like he's completely sick for a couple of days. Uh, see if the CBD helps. Uh, William, yeah. You're not alone, William, because a lot of people have pets. And some people have grandpa living in the house, and then you decide to throw bombs out at two in the morning. I, I want to. I, there was a there was a neighbor a few years ago. They've since moved. That when they legalized fireworks, this guy thought it was like everything he ever took a bite of required an explosion oh, every day, like and for no reason at all in April. You just hear chuckling and then an explosion at two in the morning. I'm like, Dude, this, this guy's just an asshole. It's all so. Instead of the fireworks money, and they're hard to get this year, which is good. You don't see as many tents. How about dropping off a few bucks for a dog shelter or a veterans group or something like that? It's just something to do. It's better that way. I saw what I think is the future of fireworks. They were practicing the drone fireworks show at the park the other night, and I looked up, and that is the coolest thing I've ever they make seen. Those designs. It was unreal. They must have had 200 of them at least. And they go up, and you just hear, and then they they all go off and design this thing, and then they're running around. And I'm like, well, that's great. The only thing that is missing from that is the you know the height, although you can get up there pretty good. It's just different, and it does feel kind of digitized. Like there is something great about fireworks at a fireworks show, not in somebody's backyard where it's expected. But uh, it was pretty awesome, and I was watching the drone thing practice, and I've never seen one in person like a whole show. But evidently, that's what, and especially in the desert, what we need to be doing. Tempe Town Lake should do that. They should do that with the big uh, Indian Steel Park. Crank up some speakers. Yeah, get up some, some speakers. Turn some stuff on. Warn the veterans that there's going to be some loud sounds, but it's not going to be explosions this time because they have the fireworks thing next to the VA hospital. Still don't understand that. Never will. Don't get it. At no, 20 years I've been on about this. Look, why do we have our fireworks next to the VA hospital? Oh, they're fine. Okay. Well, I guess so. We don't care about them at all, do we? That would
1: be phenomenal. You could, you could actually make Lee Greenwood in the sky.
3: Yes, and he could sing. Yep. You could make the drones lip sync it and make it. It's amazing. And then they could probably put little screens on the bottom of the drones and fire an actual video of Lee Greenwood
2: from the lakes of
3: Minnesota. And the veterans would look up and go, There's no bombs. This is much better this way. And it's beautiful. Like the drone thing is really cool. And they can do they have the one in New York that was like fifteen hundred drones. And they're all synced together to do all these And they do it
1: at the Olympics, yeah, too. They still, it looks well, fake.
3: China had that thing that was yeah. uh, it was thousands of them. Uh, it was pretty neat. So I think there's definitely progression in that area to, to understand that it's just not that it's just not that smart. And neither are you, if explosions still entertain you.
1: I uh yeah, I fall in that category a little bit. But, you but I don't do it uh I mean, I'm i not the late night, and it's just the. Well, we know day. you're not Whether late the, night, <laughs> and yeah. if
3: you're doing it in the daytime, you're even dumber than I thought.
1: Not the daytime; okay. it's the early. You know, the New Does. Year's is uh. Well, New Year's, 9 see, PM, but that's the thing. New Year's and is then fine. Fourth of July is maybe that night. If you're not going to right. the, uh, I, I don't do them too often. Fourth yeah. of
3: New Year's is fine. Fourth of July is fine because we expect it. Yeah, I'm talking about the idiots that think you know, and you're allowed to. The state's law says you can blow them up until like the seventh. But that's that's where it's detrimental to people who they just could don't know. You, tighten that up. We think the fourth of July. That's yeah. it. You're allowed to blow stuff up on the fourth. We all expect it. And I'm not saying completely eliminate. I would like it completely eliminated, but I'm saying fourth of July we kind of expect it. Three in the morning on the fifth, not so much. <laughs> Bastards. And, and it's just and it doesn't bother me. It bothers me that people are that inconsiderate to their own
2: Hilarious.
3: very base stupidity. You know, we've all went, if you're a teenager, okay, fine, but as an adult, I just don't understand that. Like, you don't make any sense to me. And especially the people that seem to do it are the ones that are that love America and always, you know, are first ones to stand and clap real vigorously at a hockey game when they say the veterans are here. But they're the ones that you know falsely do that and then blow something up and two two houses down. Some old man's running down the street now because he thinks that the, you know Charlie's out to get him again. I got some cow chasing me. No, 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 Grandpa. It's just a Bruce down the road thought it would be funny to blow stuff up at 4 in the morning. Or just be responsible with them. Fourth of July, totally expect fireworks. That's part of the Fourth of July. So as a dog owner, I take my responsibility and say, hey, people are more than, you're more than happy to blow fu- stuff up on Fourth of July. I'll, I'll manage my thing. But on the Fifth of July, it's over. if you keep doing it, I I can't stay home and just monitor my stuff all the time because of your problems. Totally fine. I'm with you on that. New Year's Eve, 4th of July, have a blast. Go nuts. It's supposed to have explosions, but temper it a little bit. Think about that old man that stood face-to-face with some guy who popped out of the ground and said, daw, 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 and he had to blow his head off. And he's got memories for that. I got my friend who was a sniper who told me, he goes, one of the worst directives we ever had was don't care how old it is. If it's male and is walking towards you, kill it. Oh yeah. And he's like, cause we don't know if they're strapped with bombs and if it's coming at you and won't lay down, kill it. And he's like, there were, they were using children to walk towards us. And he said, and some of us, have stories. And I, I don't get into it. I'm not going to ask him that, but he's telling me because it's in his brain. Guy can't sit in a restaurant. If the fork hits the ground, he's like, nah. he starts panicking. So then you start thinking, how's the House, 4th of July treat you? Terrible. It's the worst day of the year. Like, and the people that should be celebrating it the most are <laughs> horrified of it. Keep your red, white, and boom to one day. Right. Right. The day we expect. But jackass, I have, you know, jackass around down the road and thinking it's hilarious to do that. It's not. Just be smarter. Be nice. That's all. Be nice, as Lalo Salamanca says. Be nice. Simple and easy. I keep getting emails of Ben from KNIX and a mugshot that says he got arrested, and there's no story on it.
1: Huh. I, go find out. I saw that mugshot, yeah, and I'm like, is it from the. Hey, he got, he got in trouble years? 12
3: years ago for something, but I've gotten three of them this that morning. That looks current. One last time. The date is the 29th of June. I like Ben. I don't know what's going on there, but there it is. It's uh, No stories on it, no nothing. Are they off this week? Uh, I'd like to know that. 2010 story. I used to love radio stories like that when guys would get arrested. And then I got into this, and I'm like, boy, if I ever got it, uh, the rest of the city would have a field day with my mugshot. That's a guarantee. They're dying for me to have a screw-up. I know it for sure. I've been told by other I places. Found our, I, uh, last, news and I you, sent you that, that article. Brady had the, he found an article where Joe Arpaio so called me a terrorist. And, well, he was going on TV saying I was a terrorist and I needed to be treated like a. Evidently,
1: I was, uh, I didn't know.
3: No, you weren't on that. Yeah, they said Bogan could not be reached or something. Or you were going with me to the Super Bowl. Yeah. Humberger and Bogan could not be reached. They're going to the Super Bowl. I'm like, no, Brady's not going. You can call him if you want. What's his last name? Uh Campbell. Yeah, that was back in 2006 when I was telling people to shut up about gas prices because the only thing that scares people who run gas stations is fire. So unless you're serious about this, nothing's going to change. I was making a point. And then I had to do that. Remember that big apology? I forgot about that till I read the article, the big apology the next day, where I played I'm sorry by Patsy Cline behind it. And I'm like, golly, Exxon, I'm sorry. And the, <laughs> and, and the article, it says, Exxon heard the apology and thought it was sarcastic. And I'm like,
2: you f- – think so exxon <laughs> was it sarcastic so
1: sorry I... he told people light brooms so yes. we did a wizard I of oz
3: <laughs> there was no question about it i said if you're gonna run around and scream we're gonna fight the gas companies the only way to do it was with fire and i said and also what they never included was and i said if you do that you're a murderer and an insane person so yeah. let's come up with a better plan but Sheriff Joe was running and oh that. he hated me. He hated me. This guys out there running around telling folks to light up gas stations. I'll tell you if anything happens we're gonna treat him like he's a member of Al-Qaeda, that's terrorist activity. I'm like, yeah, when we got in and I wasn't even worried because I was like in court. It's kind of like the testimony play the that whole happened tape. the
1: other day like I was told by
3: this. Right. Well, even if it was told in court the tape basically said any jackass that does this is going to jail. You're an idiot. Yeah, you have to be the Wicked Witch of the West to go, little fire,
2: scarecrow,
3: and, and walk around with fire. To, that's what would scare them. They interviewed one person at a convenience store that said, I'm worried that someone's going to come light me on fire. Well, you're just paranoid. No one's going to do that. Help Def- yourself to the beer yeah, in the back yeah, of the Defend yourself. <laughs> None of them were worried. I was worried for a little while the whole place was going to blow up. All right, well then.
1: Forget about the help yourself to the fiddle faddle.
3: Yeah, that's what I was saying too. It's like <laughs> the, the, what you need. That was our solution. <laughs> yeah, go in while they're because they were fleecing us in 2006. We're paying four dollars a gallon for gas, and it didn't seem to have a reason. Like there was no reason for it. Like right. with the it's summer blend, summer blend. Yeah, there was something going on. They're like, well, oh, we, oh, it was the pipeline broke and uh, cut down in on here, production and cut in on production, and so everybody in the country was paying And we don't have extra. We can't just. We can't balance that out we just have to kill the general public on it and napolitano went on tv and goes hey cool it everybody stop talking i got off. this she didn't say she's got oh, this I thought she, she told us later. that's no, right Stop. she told off. us quit topping off you guys yeah. are wrecking it it's like topping off that's go right yourself lady so being the voice of reason that i am came up with a couple other plans one Walk right in there and steal a case of beer and some, uh, and some Funyuns or Fiddle Faddle. It belongs to you now. If they're going to charge those prices, you get a free gift on your way out. And they can't explain why they're charging the prices, and the governor's telling you, you guys need to calm down. <laughs> with your, just don't top off. Run it to E was essentially her plan. And so I said, steal some Fiddle Faddle. I said, but stop with the whole just skip getting gas one day because they'll be fine. So the only thing that scares them is fire. And don't do that either, but it was true. And then Sheriff Joe went bananas. I used to like it. I kind of hope he gets to be the mayor of Fountain Hills again. He's 90, 91. I can only imagine the fun. There's nothing going on in Fountain Hills that he needs to run. Yeah, he'll be
1: staying there pretty much.
3: Yeah, I'll be out there, Brady, making sure that the Mexicans keep out. Our giant lake is going to turn into a moat, although they're good swimmers, the Mexicans. They float right through that.
1: You still looking for the bathroom?
3: Can't find it, Brady.
1: It's so right I just, behind you.
3: The reason, oh, okay. The reason I'm in Fountain Hills is because that big urinal right in the middle with the fountain in the middle. When the fountain runs, I have to pace. I think Fountain Hills is the cruelest retirement community in America. Because all those people with weak bladders every 15 minutes have to listen to that steady stream of water hitting water, and you can hear it throughout the you whole thing. You don't think it's encouragement? No, it makes them piss their pants. <laughs> you, well, I guarantee you, when that fountain goes, and you oh. just hear that oh god I bet you there is a run to the bathroom because they can't keep that together let's make fun water sounds for the old folks
2: Gladys I can't sit here anymore we gotta go isn't the fountain beautiful I'm pissing myself
3: you wonder if that's what the
1: uh, staff does at retirement homes as a prank <laughs> right. they do a water <laughs> fountain and then a chocolate
2: fountain
3: yes mmm dip mm. strawberries oh, I dip some
2: oh One's a visual and one's auditory. I'm gonna f- my pants.
3: Well, you're peeing, sir. I know. There you go, next shift. <laughs> yeah, they do it as a shift change. Oh, I'm off in 15 minutes. Sorry, Sarah. Start the
2: chocolate felt. Sarah! I f- them again. Oh.
3: That's okay, Mr. Thompson. Let's get in there. I like when you wipe me, Sarah. Now that you think about it, almost every single old folks' home has a fountain in it. Oh,
2: yeah? That's just mean. Holmberg's Morning
3: Sickness. That's Morning Sickness. That just mean as fireworks by the veterans' place. That's just <laughs> My flattering. parents,
1: there's a beautiful fountain on the entrance. Of course entrance.
3: there is. Ke- it keeps them in their rooms. It, ke- it probably keeps them from coming out too much. Oh, can't go out there, buns. That thing makes me piss myself on hey, command. Hey, Like hitting a button. Are
2: we having a nice day, Mr. Bogan?
3: I was, until I walked by here and I pissed myself. <laughs> you should probably get back in there before we break out. The Chocolate Fondue. I just broke it out myself, ho, oh, oh. ho! <laughs> yeah, stop with the fountains for the old folks. But Fountain Hills is loaded with... Can't
0: find anything on Ben.
3: I mean, either, but I, I got know. all these mug shots. Well, I hope he's all right. Somebody send my... us a story if you guys, you know, we're ever yeah. getting the mug How are we getting the mug shots and no story on it? Said something about disturbing the peace. I like Ben. He's a nice person. Yeah. I don't want to see him get thrown in the joint, but I definitely do want to know why he's getting thrown in if he's getting thrown in. Yeah. I like him, but if he's going to jail, I want to know why. That's He's fun. like
1: such a gentle Ben.
3: He's not, though. He's an odd man. But I, that's why I like him is because he's a little off-center. But uh, if he's going to jail, I want to know about it. Like, I want to know about that. I would want to know that like, if Brett got, oh. Like, my first reaction if Brett got arrested was, oh, no. What for? Like, <laughs> immediately, I'm like, <laughs>
2: what <is like>,
3: <laughs> do he do? Like, i go from misery to, like, ah, oh, this is going to be hard to explain. Hopefully, he didn't kill anybody. That would be my guess. He's got three <laughs> barrels <laughs> from Lake Mead. Yeah, well, it would. I mean, if it's like, <laughs> oh, another barrel her. showed up. <laughs> no good good not for nothing i'm like what is it brett that's these guys these i might have done some
1: killing
3: i'm like what's going on brett you're just making noises
1: i'll be out this afternoon i'm making a couple of calls i'll see you in the morning
3: don't worry about it i'm i'm taking the the first of july off. they
1: got nothing
3: yeah (laughs) just know this they got nothing like what are we talking about (laughs) good yeah it's uh I would want to know what you did. And then i go back in and be like, hey, <laughs> Brett got arrested last night. We don't know why. Hopefully it's okay. And then if he victimized somebody, we'd be like, oh, we always knew that Brett was a bad they guy. Pulled him
1: over in an escalator. Yeah, we'd, Laptops, we'd, cash. How
3: fast we'd throw him under the bus. girls. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> <laughs> I always knew that about Brett. I'll be honest with you. He kind of had a gun to my head this whole time. It's good that he's gone. <laughs> but, yeah, I, I would want to know. So I don't work with Ben. I hope he's all right. I hope he didn't hurt anybody. But I want to know what he did. I want to know how bad it is. That way we can tease about it. Just like, remember Carla Fox years ago? Uh, she was a radio uh, oh, DJ here horrible. and hit somebody, uh, driving home a little DUI. And uh, Or did she? No, she did, for I sure. Know. She hit a guy. <laughs> but at uh, first. Nope, she hit a guy. It was never in question. It was never once in question because the finger of the man was in the grill of her Jeep Cherokee.
1: I'm talking about, was she actually driving? Yeah, they had that she was driving.
3: Of, that's why she went yeah. to jail for it. She was driving. It all came out in the wash, and it yeah. was 100% her. And she hit some dude, and then goes, Wah. and then drove over him and went home. And she's trying to clean her car, and she missed the finger in the grill. Oh, And that's where like, you didn't hit anybody last night, huh? Some damage. on. Like, yeah, it must have hit something. A dog or something. I'm like, hmm, dog with human fingers? Because, here you go. Oh. And it's this uh, guy's wedding ring is still on the finger. Pretty sure you did this.
2: I don't know if I was driving or not.
3: How drunk were you that that's your defense?
2: I'm not sure that
3: was me driving. You're not. So you were much more intoxicated than you can imagine because you don't even know if you were driving a car. And Bishop O'Brien was a good one. You don't want to see people get hurt. man. And then there was a guy named Shotgun Kelly. This is the first uh, dance in radio that made me question what we were doing. And it was before I was in radio, but I kind of had my eye on it. And uh, the news breaks out that local night DJ Shotgun Kelly it was uh, humping somebody underage, and I'm like, "Ooh, salacious news!" And they're following around. Then they went to his house, and his house was like a one bedroom condo in the worst part of town.
0: Oh, he did overnights. Okay, <laughs> he did nights. At
3: like <laughs> it was like seven. Of, it was worst. Like, yeah. Oh, like he had roomed with the overnight guy. Oh, that's man. how bad it was. But they showed his place, and I'm like, I thought everybody in radio was like an entertainer, like they had money. That's what TV taught me. That's what the movie Play Misty for Me taught me. That dude was an all-night DJ Big at a money. jazz station in Carmel, California, and he had a beach house. I'm like, that's the business for me. <laughs> I can sit and be a jackass for five hours a day if they're going to pay me that kind of dough. I'm living in Carmel? It's beautiful. You didn't even own Great the setup. Just unbelievable. And, you know, Fraser. Look at Fraser's house. Oh, yeah. Frazier did a talk show on an AM station in Seattle, a high-rise penthouse gorge. He was getting paid that kind of dough, and he stopped his psychiatric practice. And he had to pay Lilith half. He was still paying for Frederick, his son, who he was a terrible father, by the way, Frazier. Never once did we see Frederick in the spinoff. He was just off with Lilith and that doctor she ran away with from Cheers. Anyway, I know my I know my TV history. But, yeah, so I thought radio was going to be great, and then I saw Shotgun Kelly's house. And I'm like, whoa. I need to start reassessing what I want to do for a living. If that's what the dude who I thought made money, that's where he lived, It was a dump. You, don't, you Were you here for that one?
0: Yeah, but I can't remember him. I'm trying to. Yeah. Well, find
3: he wasn't it. memorable other than that. But he had a great name, Shotgun Kelly. There was a Shotgun Kelly in every major market in America.
2: <laughs> yeah.
3: Every Every city had a Shotgun Kelly. But that was him, and he had the, the, the house he lived in was just atrocious. I don't even know if he was guilty, but they showed up at his place. It just didn't look good. Was it Machine Gun Kelly? Maybe, maybe let's it see, was Machine maybe, Gun Kelly. See. Well, Machine Gun Kelly. If you Google him, you're going to get something else. Now it's going to be a bunch of people. No, no, I, I did Fox. Phoenix DJ. Yeah,
0: uh, let's see here. I got that
3: might have been Machine Gun been. Kelly. It could have been. Either way, yeah, he right. wasn't. That was a. Yeah, he wasn't that memorable, but they kept showing his house, and I was so disappointed. Oh my god, you've got the story.
0: One of three, I'd be on time. Well, That's the him. guy.
3: He's filming him. He's doing his very first TikTok video ever. <laughs> Do they have the thing about him getting in trouble? Uh, I haven't found
0: that one Just yet. an air
3: check. That might not be the same guy. In fairness to Machine Gun Kelly, he may not have been Shotgun Kelly. Well, He was like cool, so I don't know. There were much uh, more lenient gun laws in radio. You could name yourself pretty much anything you wanted.
1: <laughs> was it right around that time?
3: Uh, 94? Somewhere in there. Because I was kind of thinking radio was a thing for me. I hadn't gotten a job, and I hadn't really done anything. I hadn't done a thing. I just It was an imaginary <laughs> career.
1: And I don't. Yeah, it's yeah. funny. So
3: I, I he it wasn't a, for three years. I don't remember. It wasn't a huge thing. story, but it was enough to like a guy who's watching radio and kind of keep Wouldn't an know. eye on yeah. it. I'm like, oh, this went on, and then he had some underage girl. And then when I was, uh, when I I, I I always had radio in my head, but I didn't really want to. I didn't know how to pursue it, so it was always. A, and I and again, and this is the thing that you need to know. Once you're in this business and acting's the same way, all the people in it tell you it's hard to get in it to keep you from trying. It is easy. All you have to do is show up. It's the same thing as being a band. When, when I was in that band and I was 19 and we thought, man, how are we ever going to get on a stage? It must be auditions. And everything. We called the mason jar and said, hey, we've got a band and we, we want to know how to get on stage. And they said, what are you doing Tuesday? Like, what do you mean? It's like, would you guys like to play Tuesday? And we're like, yeah. And then we're like, we got a gig. We made a phone call. It was the easiest thing ever. Same with radio. All you have to do is show up. Tell people you want to try it. Showing up helps. Huge. That's it. That's huge. And
1: everything else you hear about, like oh, you got to know somebody. Yep. Yeah. Uh, timing.
3: Helps. Totally. For sure. Put your put your time in. Do whatever. But just show up. That's basically what it is. It's not a. It's not a. It's not a business. That's. It's hard to be good at it. But it's not hard to get into it. And uh, so guys like this. But my. Uh, I remember when I was about fourteen, my sister's friend was dating the overnight guy at kZZP uh, Her name was Tina. And Tina was dating this guy. She, she, was, hot? she was 16. She was pretty.
0: Oh.
3: Uh, she was 16. And I don't know what was going on at my house that this was allowed. But Jeez. my sister yeah, my sister and her friend were watching TV with me at night. And this dude would leave KZP. He'd tape everything because they had stuff back in the day and he could tape stuff. And then just put in on an autopilot and then drive over to our house and hang out in the middle of the night with me and my sister and Tina. And he was like 27. My dad was he like, Is Benny Mardones?"
1: Yeah, oh, let me. Uh, when I came into this market, uh, it was weird. At the same time, I'm going out with this girl. She's uh, 27 at the time. And she says, Oh, yeah, I, I had a boyfriend that was in the radio business. And uh, he was the program director of this station over we here. I'm doing the math when she said they yeah. went out. She was
3: 16. <laughs> yeah, they, years the radio old, guys uh, used to love 16 year olds.
1: guy's 34 year old program director.
3: <laughs> Who was it? Come on, man. Is that KNIX? Oh, no kidding. All right. And that was back when that was okay. All the songs said it. Everything was yeah, telling them okay. to do like, yeah, it. Was a, totally okay. Early 80s. The parents were okay. But my dad was all right with uh, <laughs> my sister's friend having some 27 year old guy hang out there.
1: I'm sure he called the parents and said, hey, sir, yeah, it'd be an honor.
3: He was a nice <laughs> guy, too. And I would joke with him and stuff. He goes, you're funny. And I'm like, thanks. Because you should try radio. And I'm like, yeah, maybe I will. Uh, just hobnobbing in my mid twenties with a bunch of high school girls. This sounds great. I can't get high school girls now. If I could do it when I'm your age, what what chance did I have at age fourteen if twenty seven year old radio guys were willing to hump sixteen year olds and nobody turned a, an eye to it? But then that shotgun slash machine gun slash pellet gun Kelly. I don't know what he was. He got busted. They showed his house, and I'm like, I gotta get a better job. I'm not gonna get That's how you live in radio. And all the bitter people in radio sit and tell you when you first start, this place is miserable. You'll never make a penny. You know, they, tell, they told out you out for here. you oh, to make a dollar. And you know. well, they were right for a long time. <laughs> but, that was, but you could have gone somewhere else Absolutely. and tried and chased money and but, become a gypsy, and that's another thing. And then they just end up, every paycheck goes right in your nose, and nobody cares, nothing. I'm like, all right, wow. Okay, thanks for the advice. And all they do is tell you how miserable it's going to be. I had a girl that was 15 years old for years. I was I was on
2: top of the world. King of the world. Used to get cash under the table. Yeah, I worked at K-Rock in the 70s. <laughs> That's when things mattered. We'd get cocaine.
3: And the bands would come in and do cocaine with you. I'm like, geez, okay, thanks, Freddie. I got to go in and do my shift now. You're on at uh, midnight, and you're 40. You're going to hang hey, yourself. Hey, 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 hey. Yeah, I know, Easy but now. that was a rough Easy. one, huh, Brad? Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh, nobody, nobody, no, nobody looked at
3: you and said, well, there's the life. <laughs> no, 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 no. I didn't no, even, Of course and was... not. And that's why we liked you is because you were self-aware and still not bittered by the experience. Now, You knew this was your own doing. Hey, Mr. Holmberg, is uh, your daughter's friend here? I'm going to hump her on your couch. <laughs> sure, come on in, Steve. <laughs> My dad would go to bed with a 27-year-old man, two 16-year-olds, and a 14-year-old in his living room. <laughs> And he was, like, a strict person. All right, good night, everybody. You, old person, take care of these kids tonight. I'm going to bed. You're of age. Yeah. I think my dad was just happy that he was white. (laughs) My sister was bringing in all those (laughs) Puerto Ricans and Mexican guys.
2: See, Tina, why can't you find a guy like Tina? You know, a child predator. Why
3: can't you find a white child predator instead of all these Mexican guys that come into this house? My dad's since grown, but in the 80s, he did not like... My sister's choice of men. Mainly because he couldn't communicate them. They didn't speak the same language.
2: Hola, Mr. Hover.
3: <laughs> God damn it. You stay off our furniture. See? But Steve showed up, 27 years old, starts driving it into my sister's best friend. My dad was cool with that. He's a guy, has got a job, and look at his lily white. This is great. You can't find a child predator like your friend Tina? This is ridiculous.
2: Steve and I are going out tonight. Me and Steve are going to go grab a couple beers with the boy. We're going to Dutch John's. They've got great wings. we Are we going to go out with Tina's boyfriend? Yes, we are. Just three whites
3: out on the town. <laughs> <laughs> but my sister would bring home a Mexican guy, like, immediately after my dad started to like Tina's boyfriend. Completely ten times worse than what my dad was mad at. He,
1: he, how she'd find out? She'd check off button pushing items. Yeah, Hispanic
3: check. <laughs> oh yeah, my dad. I have a I have a feeling my dad spent a good portion of my sister's teen years in bed. Frank, dear Shepherd, please uh, bring home a white. I don't care how old he is to, to give my my daughter the goods. I'm so tired of meeting Mexican boys. He was just my sister was. Picking the worst people in the world to come over. Like, on
0: purpose, all right. One of the guys. Oh, yeah. and,
3: uh, oh, beyond the guys that he didn't like, the one dude that came over that was going to steal my bike played with a butterfly knife in our driveway the whole time he was there.
1: <laughs> <laughs> what, is he two-bit
0: from uh, <laughs> yeah. outsiders oh, if, or what? It, it, my
3: sister would have dated that. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah.
2: Naveed, yeah, yeah. Uh, what's going on for the rest of the day? Am I not flipping the knife around in my driveway, asshole? Huh? No habla inglés. Pentejo. <laughs> What'd you say? Nothing, sir. Is your daughter home? Yeah. And
3: then he'd stand up. that, the question that guy asked me while he flipped that butterfly knife around. What year is your diamond back? My bike. I'm like, I don't know. What year is it? <laughs> is that new? <laughs> Are you stealing my bike right now? Are you going to help my sister and take my bike? That's balls
2: dad it's Christmas we bought yeah. five dozen tamales <laughs> I mean you did thanks dad thank you me Holmberg I wish that thing would stab me in the neck
3: <laughs> oh he's so mad all the time this is great but you Tina can't blame him Tina brought the old man to the house and he's like now this is what it's supposed to look like <laughs> sitting on the couch at two in the morning with some guy who's supposed to be at work
0: Somebody asked me that, that Steve guy, because they got a story about it. But I'm not going to say it on the air. No we'll talk kidding? About it. Yeah, yeah. There's another I gotta one? I got to see if it's the same guy.
2: Ooh.
3: More juice. juice. Yeah. Yeah. You were sitting in piles of juice. <laughs> Do dish, Brett. What's the story? Don't uh, tell the name.
0: Well, apparently he was uh, an instructor at one of the radio schools. I think Evet or something and was uh, banging some of the students.
3: That's possible. That's okay. I mean, fits the M.O. Because he was banging my sister's friend, and she was a teenager. But everybody seemed fine with it. Boy, the 80s were weird. Yes, sir. <laughs> okay. That's the name. <laughs>
2: That's him. <laughs> and
3: we have a winner.
2: <laughs> Come on now.
3: <laughs> That's the guy. I think he went to Dobson, too, didn't he? Probably. Yeah. He was in the area. I mean, he's not going to drive too far. <laughs> Hanging around that school can't
1: stop that stallion. How about that?
3: That's the guy. That's what somebody emailed me. <laughs> you get in trouble for that. Eventually, yeah. you're gonna. You start dabbling around the kinder too long. Eventually, one of them's gonna tattle. Somebody's dad's gonna be upset with it. Holmberg's morning sickness. U P D. Holmberg's
2: morning
0: sickness. Was the only thing good about being married when I was doing the overnights? I had to stay away yeah, from the scary. Benny Mardonas Yeah, well. So, yeah.
1: Evit was high school age.
3: Yeah, I yeah. believe it, it was wasn't like a graduate. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Evit had its not own okay. technical
1: training. I thought it back. was like a post high school, like uh, vocational be. type.
3: thing. It can be yeah. a vocational thing, but yeah. it's also a place that uh, most of the time those kids in trouble.
1: That's what I and they I mean. go shoot
3: over to that school and come because and there are plenty give them of uh, professors that meet
1: students, like when they're incoming freshmen.
3: Yeah. What does that mean? Like, that's when they meet him? That's their grooming? I know of
1: one, yeah. Guy was a professor at uh, the University of Michigan. Met his wife, Carmel. She was 19. Carmel? Eh, Plenty. Carmel? Is that what he said? Carmel Borders. Ooh. He went on to have Borders Bookstore.
3: I know. Oh, he was a Borders Bookstore guy. Yeah. You pay attention to the highfalutin stories.
1: I played paddle tennis with him. I just,
3: that's just. The gayest thing I've ever heard a man say. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know what paddle tennis is, but I assume it's bare bottom spankings. Bare bottom spankings are involved in paddle tennis.
2: Ooh, that's my point. Pull your pants down for a paddling.
3: Paddle tennis. Carmel is hot. <laughs> I bet her name's Carmel Borders. I've seen her movies.
2: Hi, I'm Carmel Borders. I'm here for the gangbang.
3: <laughs> <laughs> hey, Carmel. Carmel Borders. Will you, will you marry me? You lick the edges of Carmel Borders. That's the name of the movie. Uh, anyway, what are you going to do? That's weird that that name popped back up. What a fantastic thing. But I don't know what happened to Ben at KNI Action, if anybody finds out. Or if Ben, if you're out there listening, I'm rooting for you. I don't know what you did, but hopefully you didn't jackass around too hard. There are a few people in radio I do kind of like, and Tim Hattrick and Ben. I don't know Ben well, but I know Tim okay. They're good dudes. I like them a lot. So I hope that's not a real thing or if somebody just made it up or whatever. But Yeah, just dangerous. Just a dangerous time. Now I'm thinking about all the time. Oh, we were watching Alan Thick's talk show, Into the Night. Or thick of the Night, I'm sorry. Or maybe it was Rick Dees show. Either way, we oh, were watching that together. while well, that guy was supposed to be at work, and then he'd occasionally go, Can you turn the radio on? And I'd turn on KZP at night, and he'd go, Awesome, thanks. Because it was still on. And that's all he worried about. Just so long as it's still on, we're okay. And then he go. I got a jet. He go get back there to this before thing. Bruce yeah, Kelly get gets to Before <laughs> well, I don't even know if it was weekdays. So, oh yeah, it was because we were watching. Yeah, so yeah, well, he was the overnight guy during the week. So Bruce Kelly showed up. Yeah. You're right. He had to well, get he there. was drunk anyway, yeah, so wouldn't Bruce matter. wouldn't have remembered anything. He's driving around. <laughs> Car- I thought you were here. I don't know. He's driving around with Carla Fox with his pants off. <laughs> banging into folks. Oh, radio. What a business. What a business. Uh, It's 7.09. What do you got on the big board of musical treats this morning, Brian? Wake Up Song brought to you by
0: our boys over there at Action Ride Shop. Got the big holiday weekend. Why not get out on a bike? If you need one, they got you covered. You need to get it repaired. You need the gear to get you out there. Or the advice, the expertise. Oh, yeah. Those boys have it over there. ActionRideShop.com is where you're going to get it. And on the list, we got uh, Monster Truck on the list. Uh, Avenged Sevenfold. The new one from Megadeth. Uh, Rammstein, America, Avatar. new from Megadeth.
3: Yeah, they got a new song. Hmm. You want to give a taste? Yeah, let's give that a taste for the Megadeth fans. Not that I'm a huge fan, but Dave's back. Let's see. Here. I am uh, not a Megadeth super fan, but Dave conquering his cancer and going through what he went through, he deserves yeah. a little tip of the cap, and I think that's awesome. Even though uh, Dave Mustaine uh, doesn't like me at all.
1: There's been some time. Man, he doesn't. He's, <laughs> he
3: he he strikes me as the type of guy that will never forget someone. Doctor He doesn't like that's the name of the song. We'll be back. Yeah, that's it. It's going right now. It's called Doctor McNasty.
2: No, no, no. This is, we'll be back. I can still shred, you know. Cancer can't stop my fingers. Watch this, Dave Ellison, Pull your pants up. Covering my belly with Dave Allison's oil. Yeah! The time is right to exact my revenge. Shilling enemy, but I will fight to the end. No more lies. Going at it. Just yeah. to even a score. There's a price to be paid. All right, we'll stand. play that. We'll All give it right. a little Dave, Dave and the gang. All right. I want to thank you for giving me another chance. Even though I was kind of a dick to you at the sushi place.
0: No, that was, that was uh, Dr. McNasty was w- when Larry McFeely met him years ago. And Larry said something. I can't remember the whole story, but he goes, oh, yeah, I know you. You're Dr. McNasty. Dr. <laughs> McNasty.
2: That's your new name.
3: Larry will have to tell you the whole story, but I haven't heard that yeah, one. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was forced to go to a lunch with him just because I made fun of him once.
2: I understand I'm the fodder for your show.
3: Well, yeah, because of this. <laughs> you don't speak like a person. I'm a
2: decent guy. No doubt. I can shred.
3: Are are you a bot? Are you a computer program of guitar man?
2: (laughs) Let's go back to the studio and you can listen to me shred. I got a belly full of sushi. I think I was going to call it a day. (laughs) (laughs) You're going to hear it if you like it or not.
3: All right. And he just stared at me while he played the guitar work.
2: People said I was through. I didn't. I don't care. What's going on? <laughs> Listen to that shredding.
3: Okay. You're a very talented young man.
2: You say so on the air.
3: And then he moved. I think we had something to do with it. Did He He still doesn't do his uh, scary Dave Mustaine Megadeth campouts, does he? I don't Are think so, over? but I'm not Sure.
1: Was He was trying to sell the place at one oh, time. Oh, he did try
3: to sell the land. Yeah. That's right. Because you just go to Dave's house and stay in a tent for four days while he told stories and made s'mores and coffee.
1: Beer, wine, and coffee. Did he do a. I know he did a.
3: We did like little seminars about shredding.
1: Oh, yeah. There's. You go to a. You know, you visit 10 yurts
3: a day. Yeah. Each, uh, there's a new instructor in each yurt. You go to a different yurt. And then Elson had his... Campfires scot- at night. Campfires and stories, which was the best part about it. And
2: then the man with the hook. <laughs> S'mores with the... <laughs> He'd come out of the woods.
3: S'mores with And put a flashlight under his face.
2: <laughs> it was already scary to begin with. Now I'm a ginger with a flashlight. Yeah. And then he came out. Of the backstage area. And he had a hook for a dick. It was Dave Ellison! <laughs> Put your hook dick in. And
3: now, coffee time with the other Dave. I have a secret cream.
1: Morning espresso. Great. <laughs> it's espresso Dave's, and a 12-string.
3: Dave's secret cream. I'll Try some white, and coffee. <laughs> yeah, I'll just have a flat white. <laughs> Make a little leaf on it with that white stuff. <laughs> no problem.
2: How is it yet? Well, your little leaf is floating funny and looks more like spit.
3: Yeah, Elson put the weird foam on it. (laughs) Took him a second, too. I know what that is.
2: Don't drink
1: it. He had some Feltons on the property.
3: Would you like some tummy cream? (laughs) And what is that? Well, it tastes great. I'll just add it in. No charge.
2: Elson's putting tummy cream in the coffee again. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus. Dave, we need to have a talk. All the campers are getting sick. They say that the food tastes like bleach. He had
1: like 10 or 12 Shred Buddies over there. Oh, yeah. (laughs) The Shred Buddies were. The Shred Buddies is the best cartoon
3: I've ever heard in my life.
2: (laughs) Time for another episode of Little Shred Buddies. (laughs) Check it out. It's Little Eddie Van Halen. I'm better than you. I call a shred off. Who's laughing now, Eddie?
3: <laughs> anyway, we'll play a little Megadeth for you, wow. even though Dave makes me laugh hysterically because he's a cartoon of a human. But I'm proud of him. I'm happy for him that he got through his nightmare, and he's uh, back making music and shredding again. As goofy as he is and as weird as that day was with him, I don't want him to die, and I'm glad he's okay. And also, Dave Ellison's one of the nicest people in the world. Absolutely. I just, it is just fun it's to make fun cool. of him. It's the same as I'm doing with Ben. Ben Campbell over there, KX. Great guy, but if this story comes out funny, I'm gonna make fun of him for a long, long time. Because that's you know, you're a public figure. You deserve it. I don't think Dave's a bad guy for beating off on a on an iPad for some lady. But I mean that's between him and his wife. The fact that we got to see it is between me and my comedy gods. <laughs> yeah, hilarious. Because Not too many
1: uh, relationships uh Embrace that kind of behavior.
3: So Very few. Yeah, Allow there are out there. I know. Zoom like, beat with some chick.
1: Yeah, it's a tough one. <laughs> oh, it's <laughs> a mo- hard one the
3: to. Uh, first off, the talk to try to convince her that you have an idea. Let alone just doing it first and then asking for forgiveness later. It's a bad. It's a bad idea. Hey, shred honey, buddies
1: and zoom beat. I
3: got a. It. I got a friend.
2: Another shred buddy.
3: Oh no, no, it's different now. Um, she's in a different city, but she'd like to zoom beat with me, and I think I'm going to do it. Are you? Is this frowned upon in the marriage? Or
2: yes, David, it is.
3: Well, here's the real bad news. I've already <laughs> done it a lot, and it turns out her friend's gonna show everybody in the world on the internet.
2: Sounds
1: like a great internet uh, exercise video. <laughs> the Zoom, Zoom beats,
3: beat. yeah, with Dave Elson. Time for a little Zoom beat. Let's do a stretch here and just pull it out and put it back. But I was proud of him. Man in his fifties with that kind of volume and stamina. Good for him. It's just we got to see it, and that's when it gets funny. I root for him all day long. One of the nicest people in the world. Had some trouble at home, zoom beaten, got caught. Hopefully his family and him are in the best position ever. But again, hard to forget that. Yeah. And I think we can all relate, ever other than Brady. Uh we've all beat off on a Zoom or something, or on a camera, or on a thing, or shown it, you know. <laughs> Everybody's got a picture of their wiener somewhere, except Brady somewhere, that you're like, oof, man. But for the grace of the dick gods go I. <laughs> I mean, that's you've probably got a couple shots that have floated through the air. Uh, you have. I'm that's that's an Italian that, guilty answer you know. right there.
2: I can't tell. What are you asking all these questions
3: for? <laughs> what, are you writing the book over there? Yeah. What are you doing? you got a few of them. And that weird little mole on the left edge, base by Brett's penis, shaved right next to all that grease and hair. And a bottle of uh, virgin oil, oil, olive oil sitting on the thing next to it. We know what you. It's a little EVOO. Don't or worry about it. a tall
1: bottle it. of limoncello.
3: Dangerous. Very dangerous. Or Sambuca. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's why the internet's so great is you should send dick pics of other people's. There's so many available on the internet that if somebody asks you for one, just send one of someone else. Just throw Barry Wood in there. Find some, Find something reasonably sized that looks like yours and send it and then just a plausible deniability. Never, I'd, ever send your own.
0: I'd send Peter North.
3: Yeah, but there then decreating that's, that's like that's but like, you're still
1: gonna get in trouble like the guy that airdropped on the airplane. Oh, sure, um, Brady,
3: to people who want them, right, not just right. everybody. You yeah. I don't think you want to you you've got to kind of bow out of this conversation because you assume it's All just right. a free-for-all of dick tossing. <laughs> <laughs> well, and I'm saying you only do it with significant others or people you trust. You don't just do it at the airport. There's, oh, that's what I thought you were talking problem. about. Right. That's no, that's that's about. the problem that you want to perpetuate. There is no problem. The news makes it seem like dick pics are just by perverts who throw it. No, it's between two consenting adults. The mag- like ninety nine percent of the time, dick pics are not just unwarranted throwouts. That's what we hear. No, from and the I'm news. not saying yeah. that,
1: but I'm also things are going well when you're sending it to that person. Sure. You just never know when all of a sudden you're not with that person they, anymore. Now they've got evidence. It's out on there, it.
3: right? That's and
1: what, that's how I've always. But been. But see, like, oh, that's why
3: it shouldn't matter. Because if you're not doing anything wrong and you send a dick pic yeah. out, I have enough confidence that if my dick pic got out, I'd be like, yeah, you know. And yeah, every every so guy, guy in the world but... would be like, I've got those. It doesn't bother me. Now, it would get out like if it was Medea and I'm tossing them over to her. Then I got trouble on my hands because I'm giving somebody who I shouldn't be giving them to. Right. I'm giving them to. But, you know, we've all had that in our past. We've all had something. where we're Delete them run.
1: now, Medea. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
3: <laughs> Brady doesn't have them because he doesn't want people looking at his pee-pee. It would be embarrassing for everyone. And also, he knows that if I got hold of him, it would be hilarious for years. So you're you're wise to do it. Yeah. I'll show you mine right now. I don't care. It's funny. I don't want you looking for it, but, you know. But, you know, if Megan had... Got, you know, some vindictive thing and started to throw up a website, which now there's, you know, they, there's revenge porn. Now there's done laws before. against it. That has right in this building. Mm-hmm. It's been done before. Revenge porn's a reason because everybody has to be trusted with the dick pics that are out there. That's it. That's the reason revenge porn exists is because of what you're talking about. It's like, oh, you send them to somebody when things were good and then yep. they went bad. They're not allowed to use them. They can go to jail for it. And that's because it's so prevalent. So we can all relate to Dave's Zoom beats. Because there's, uh, there's something embarrassing somebody's holding on all of it, except Brady. All of us out there. All us normal folk that enjoy that. Hey, honey, I'm coming home. I didn't even know I did it once. I was at the Suns game a little drunk. And I uh, started. How do you to, not know? Well, well I didn't re- re- remember sending it, and I sent it to Megan. I was peeing. Oh, okay. I took a shot of me doing that. Oh, God. <laughs> and, like, take a look at this. Because it's one of those moments where you were, for no reason at all, I was hogging. I was showing. Like there was some sort of girth. I'm like, look at this thing. This boy needs to be be commemorated. (laughs) Took a shot, fired it over.
2: Why'd you send me a picture of that?
3: Like, I have no idea, and I'm sorry. I I thought it was sexy. No memory of, yeah. My basic bodily functions don't turn you off. I was trying to airdrop it to Hopkins, but he didn't accept it. (laughs) Oh, Hopkins accepted it. (laughs) Hopkins has drawings of it. Yeah, it's, it's so, you know. Anyway, what are you going to do? Shred Buddies is something I want to watch, though. I would Shred Buddies would be great, especially because Lil Shredder Dave Elson would disappear every once in a while. And
2: get his iPad. It leads to trouble. Hey, Dave, you're always taking my iPad. Give me that, Dave. Little shredders don't do that. If it wasn't uh,
1: for those meddling kids, yeah.
2: <laughs> shoot,
3: <laughs> it's true. I'd have gotten away with the Zoom Beats too, but was meddling kids. All right, it's a Megadeth. What's the name of the? Song? We'll be back. We'll be back. It's uh Dave and his crew without the other one. I don't know who's playing the other instrument, but it isn't Nelson because he kicked him out for beating off on yeah. the Zoom. Arizona's most powerful, powerful rock radio
2: station. Can
0: you